Hey everybody! Hey everybody! Stevens here and Ben's here, and this is episode one oh nine. One oh nine. And we're talking about being in a funk, funk, funky funk, funk. Yeah. So we're trying this new intro style where we're just going to have some music playing. We're going to recap or uh, or give you guys an idea of what what we're going to talk about today. So today we talked about being in a funk. We talked about the science of being in a funk. Find the funk. Overcoming the funk. Squatching, squishing, squat. However, I can't say it. The, the funk. funk. Yeah. So um, that's not an innuendo. It, it's not an innuendo. Squishing the funk. Squishing the funk. Could that be an innuendo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we get into it a little bit about um, like I said, different ways to when you're feeling what we've all felt here in the last year especially in february if you have not been in a funk at some point throughout this covid thing you're a sociopath i want you to come and teach me because you got some you got some good juju going on there so it's uh episode 109 ben 109 let's go boom good we're recording we are recording. I like it. Yeah. Well, my name is Ben Clune. This is my Scottish friend, Stephen Brown. This is our introduction. Sounded like he had some love-making music on, on the last episode that we did when he was like, we're going to talk about I just, friendship. And I'm like, is this Barry White? I just, <laughs> I just introduced Ben to the delights of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> and obviously, he's never heard him, so. Yeah, this is Barry introduced White. Introduced him to Cream. Here it is. Oh, jeez. Look well. out for the cops, though. Cash food. Word up. Two for fives over here, baby. Word up. Two for fives. Niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Wow, this is really fun. Steven just has this little smirk on his face right now. God. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. that's the only part you actually like of that song. is the dollar dollar bills, y'all. That's what you like. Speaking of dollar dollar bills... You've been, you've been doing that GameStop? <laughs> I've not touched GameStop. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to. It is surprising to me. I was reading an article this morning. They said they've seen a 50% increase in the amount of retail accounts that have opened since uh, people got their stimulus checks, which yeah. I thought was an interesting correlation. Hmm. People are taking that government stimulus money. and I'm just in shock. <laughs> That you Going are crazy. over 30 years old and I've never heard Wu-Tang Clan. I've heard of Wu-Tang Clan. No, I, know, I said never heard them, not heard of I've them. heard the dollar dollar bills, yeah. Well, that's in millions of songs. Well, okay. Yeah. How do you know it wasn't from that one? If you don't like that, you're just weird. So for one, we never established that I did or did not like that. You were making fun of it. Are you in a funk? I actually am, kind of. <laughs> so, funny enough, what we're going to talk about today... Is funks. Hold that thought. Funks. <laughs> <laughs> funk for funk. What was the funk what, the funk? What was the arm deal you were doing when you were? I, I don't know. Funk. I just like jazz hands. Yeah. So it's February first, right? February first, second, whatever it is. February first, right now. All day. All day long. Luckily, there's only twenty-eight. Uh, days in February versus 31 like January because it is hella long in January. But then we start to get into February, March where it's, it, I mean, February is a hard month for me to be honest because it's so dark here where we are still and it's kind of just wet and soggy 
a lot of the time. There's not a whole lot of sun, kind of gray. So it puts me sometimes in a funk. You know, we're all vitamin D deficient at this point. So we're all ultra susceptible to the COVID-19 because of that deficiency as well. But that has TV's nothing to do with off, it. So we're not going to get it from the TV either. Oh, good. Yeah, because California wants us to get COVID through TVs now. Well, I shared with Ben over lunch <laughs> today that California bars and restaurants can be open, but they're not allowed to put anything on their TVs. <laughs> and I'm sure it's because they don't want people getting together to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, congregating. But there's a special word for that that we're actually not allowed to say anymore <laughs> because people are offended by it. But I'm sure you can guess what that word is. Is that the R word? Yeah, it's the R word. <laughs> okay. We won't say it. Yeah. We'll just imply. But... So today we're talking about funks and breaking out of funks, getting funky in your funk, all the funky funk stuff. I'm in a funky funk, like a weird funk. You've been in a little bit of a funk for a while, but you kind of ebb and flow. But yeah, I'm in a good mood, I feel like. Yeah. But today I'm just kind of, I think it's almost like a little adrenaline shot. Like, you know, every once in a while people get a shot of adrenaline and it gets them out of their funk. And so we can even talk about that, right? The things that you do to get you out of a funk to just keep going and, and keep doing those positive actions that get you through you've been looking at my notes i have not been you looking know I at make your these notes. lists right yeah i know you make these lists it's only like our 200th episode at this point or something it's not 200th but it's not terribly far off yeah what, what episode is it is like it? probably 120 or something like that 108 this is 109 sorry 109 this is 109 108 went live today with your barry white music but yeah Wu-Tang Clan girl. Ben was today years old when he first heard the Wu-Tang Clan. Today years old. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Wu-Tang Clan. No Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, so back to funks. Talk about funks. Let's talk funks. What is a funk? I actually wrote down what I think a funk is. Oh, I like it. Let's see. And it's in a question form. God, you and your questions. (laughs) Are you... Irritable, in a slump, listless, feel trapped, burnt out, or stressed. Did you say tired? Listless, yeah. So listless is tired. Kind of, ugh. Just sluggish. Yeah. Yeah, just overall sluggish. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and when I kind of am in a funk or sluggish, like, I find it really hard to even know where to start a lot of the time with stuff. You're just like, I am so blah and burnt out and tired, like, that I don't even know where to start, like what to do next. So sometimes doing anything helps me actually develop a list of things and items that I should be doing that in turn gets me out of the funk. So what I have found with funks is like just get started on something, even if it isn't anything that's necessarily going even the right direction where you want to go, just doing something almost gets you out of it. Like on the weekends, my wife asks, well, what do you want to do? In the mornings, I don't know what I want to do. And so I'm like, I just need to start doing something before you ask me what I want to do, because then I'll actually know what I want to do after I do something. Isn't Do you get that way ever? Like, I just don't even know what to say or what to do until I do something. Like, it's almost hard to think. Yeah. So I think you're like me and the your your work life is so structured and so meeting at this time I live in my calendar my calendar's up to date if you want to meet with me put put it on the calendar or check if it's available and how many times have you heard me say send me an invite or it's not going to happen like if I don't have it on the calendar um, but so then in your personal life I think structure and your relax 
so let's say relaxation time or off time that pisses me off that will put me in a funk when so my mum's the same way and this happens often when we're visiting um my my brother in chicago him and his wife have got three kids so they kind of have to be structured yeah they got a plan often they're like well what are we doing on saturday we've got a three-hour window and i'm like i don't even know what i'm doing in an hour never mind on saturday so you know i've got things i'd like to do i've got things i want to do and things that um you're like oh this would be kind of fun to do at some point but it's not like you know when you go on vacation you've got those people that get everything pure and it's a, a pure um it's pure tyranny to me it's like here's here's the what would you call it, it begins with an I itinerary here's your itinerary yeah. show up at 7am to fuck off right no like that stresses me out see i'm actually not like you then in that regard because i like itineraries (laughs) because i feel like i get such limited time to relax and just have you know me time anyways that it's like i want to do all of the things that i want to do during that time so and i don't necessarily need them in a particular order but i do want to make sure that they get done like so like for dinners with friends like we have set times when we have dinners with friends and it's on our calendar Right, like I've got stuff, a lot of that stuff planned out. So I was like, if you were to look at my weekend, like I've got dinners on Friday night, and Saturday night, scheduled already uh, with friends. But it's an ish time, right? You don't say be here at six. We eat at six thirty. Well, we don't say we eat at six thirty. We're like, yeah, what time are you getting here? Like, oh, six o'clock. Great. Okay, see ish. you at six. Well, ish being like five or ten minutes. Yeah, it's not like six o two. Where are you? Right. I mean, yeah, it's not like a meeting, traditional meeting, but I mean, if, if they're half an hour late, you start to kind of wonder like, okay, what's going on? Did you remember? But no, I mean, I like having plans because I don't feel really accomplished if I, cause what'll end up is I'll just sit around for a lot of the yeah, time. See, and I look at, I look at my downtime as I don't need to feel accomplished. I accomplish plenty in my go time. Yeah. I like to, I like to feel like I did something on the weekend because that's how I relax. It's yeah. a different way of relaxing. Because my mind doesn't turn off if I'm just sitting. Like, I'll be, I think that would get me in a funk, to be honest, is if I just sat all weekend and just thought about all the stuff that I need to do and didn't do anything, like, then I would be even more funky than actually going and doing it. I feel like we're, com- we're comparing apples and oranges here. So stuff that, well, you, yeah, need we're to, t- stuff t- that t- you need <laughs> to do, that's part of your go time, right? So I'm not talking about so, uh, yard uh, work and shit like that. I'm talking like... Okay, it's Sunday. The only thing I tend to do on Sundays that's anywhere near productive, well, there's two things. I do laundry usually because I go to the gym every day and usually sometimes twice a day. Hmm. So there's the hampers full of gym stuff, right? So I generally do laundry as I'm pottering around the house um, and I edit the podcast on Sundays. Now, there's times I could do that through the week, but for some reason I like to leave it until Sunday and take some time on Sunday night and day. Yeah, yeah. so those are really the only but when, when what you're talking about like not being able to sit down and not like, I love days where guess what I might just sit around all day and do the square root of nothing yeah that's hard for me to do like psychologically that's hard for me to do but when I say that I might be reading a book or you know, watching. No, watching I, I a get show what. No, I yeah. Into something, or researching something. Just ask my wife. It, I mean, like we could do that at home. Like I, I get up on Saturday and I read. Like maybe I'll look at what's going on, but a lot of time it's Craigslist and check what's on the real estate markets. That's like my routine. Is I go through Craigslist, I see what what's on there. I go through the real estate market, I see what like what came up 
on local listings and then I just check it out and see and then by 9 9 30 I want to like do breakfast stuff and then by 10 10 30 I'm like okay what are we doing I gotta accomplish something like if it is in the mid-afternoon and I haven't done anything, I start to get really antsy and a little irritable. <laughs> and like, I need to do something. And I'll just go for a drive and get a coffee and even just go somewhere that I haven't driven to just to go and see something to say that I've now gone and seen it because I'll get in a funk if I don't like do something. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not like that. Yeah. Now, there's very few days where I don't actually do something, but I do like to reserve the right to, I'm doing nothing, I'm not answering my phone. Might still only be wearing a pair of shorts <laughs> at two in the afternoon on a Saturday or Sunday, especially in the winter. In the summer, that doesn't happen. In the summer, well, it's so nice you can get outside and there's stuff things, to do. Yeah, yeah it's so. hard. So that's why I think a lot of people do get into funk because there is not a whole lot of stuff to do, right? Especially mm-hmm. in this time of COVID, where we can't, we're not supposed to like be going out and doing a whole lot of stuff. It's like okay, I can't travel. I can't go anywhere sunny, even mm-hmm. though I'm might be doing that i can't do this i can't do that there's a lot of can'ts right now and that's hard for yeah. a lot of folks i know you and i were talking at lunch today it's like god i'm just so sun deprived and you can this time of year is already difficult and you're already sun deprived but not having been able to go anywhere <laughs> for the last year has made it even harder i'm just imagining everybody that knows me that's listening to this going steven sun deprived steven can get friggin' sunburn when there's moon when there's moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> he still likes his sunburns, people. I get tan eventually, and I don't get sunburned that often compared to how I used to. But, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it, so. the seasonal nature of funks is, is something that we should focus on. Um, well, and I think that's huge. So I think it's important to realize when you're in a funk that, one, you're not crazy, and you're not permanently grumpy. You're literally just in a funk. And that happens, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, and people around you need to accept that you're going to have a day or a couple of days every now and again that you're just in a funk and respect it. Don't push buttons. And, um, you know, I get. I would say it depends on how long the funk lasts, though, too. That's what right? I'm saying, a day or two. Yeah. It, it's fleeting. It if you're just like, I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Mm-hmm. But if you're like in a prolonged funk. That seems like there's something that might be off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you definitely need to seek out some help or, you know, some of the things we're going to talk about in a bit. Maybe you need to seek out some change. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, obviously something in the equation isn't working for you. If you're just constantly in a funk and you hate going to work every day and you're just depressed and tired coming home and you're like, if you wake up tired, it's like, okay, well, something ain't right. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that leads into, I've literally written this down. You're in control. Decide to be happier by making changes to routine, yeah. behaviors, and in your environment. That's funny. So, when we were talking about, like, you can't do this, you can't do that, I was like, sometimes we need to stop focusing on what we can't do and start focusing on, even if it's little, the things that you can do, right? I mean, Go the, to Idaho. the fire burns, you know, whichever fire you stoke is the one that's going to burn. So, mm-hmm. It's like stoke the can fire, not the campfire, small as it might be. Get yeah. your diesel out, dump it on that can fire. Well, look, I, I can I can relate to this and give working examples. My job often depends on integrations with softwares and things. So I have so many coworkers 
that when we're talking, and they don't mean to be negative, but they're they're happy to focus on the the verticals we can't work in. So we can't touch weed, right? We can't do any marijuana. It's still federally illegal. Mm-hmm. And they focus on it. There's 27 and a half shops within a three mile radius. Of my, and, and I can't work with them because federally it's, and it's like, okay, so how much time did you spend worrying about that and bitching about that versus yeah. focusing on a vertical that you know we can work in and we do a really good job in. Is that your excuse for not producing? Is that yeah. what you're trying to... <laughs> like none of us can do that and they're still, you know, we're still producing top numbers. So, yeah. or... Some of them. You know, yeah. it's, well, we can do this, but we can't do that. And this one company does that. Yeah, but they've got a tiny market segment compared to us. You know what's funny? is It's like, so that you're choosing... But that's a choice to mm-hmm. focus on that, right? So you're choosing to keep yourself in a funk, right? Yep. So, and, and, and that is a choice. I mean, I think a continual funk is a choice. A temporary funk is just a funk, right? It's just a meh, I'm just off today, right? But going back to our yeah, continual funk, if you're constantly in a funk, like that's a choice at some point too. And you need to figure out ways to break it up, be it to your point, you know, change or seek out help. But even today, it's like I woke up kind of like meh. It's like, ah, I'm just not very motivated today. And so, and I knew I was going to have a lot of office time, which makes me want to take a nap, just sitting there cranking away on stuff. It makes it hard to also focus. So it's like I got a socially distanced lunch set up with Stephen. Socially distanced. <laughs> got a lunch set up with Stephen to just at least break up the day, right? Sometimes it's just breaking up your routine to break up it the funk. It was free lunch. It ended up being free because it took for flipping ever for them to bring us the food. And then they never brought the ranch and the food was cold. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're not complainers. That's what this didn't come from us complaining. We were prepared to pay and yeah, I know the waiter we who knows is, was just like, Hey, look, we, we screwed up. This is on me and I Which like, I appreciate that that they yeah. owned it. And I was like, You don't have to like no, like and he's like, No, 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 seriously, this is on us. So we left him a good tip and got the heck out of there. We did. Yeah, and we'll maybe go back and try it again. I go in there a lot. I like it. That that was a that was definitely an aberration. That's not normal service. Um, I think they were just getting their butt kicked. For what, I don't know reason. why, but for something, maybe he was in a funk. Yeah, could maybe. be in a funk. Um, funk is fun to say, by the way. Funk. We were saying funk, so brother. Mm. Oh, you going all fat boy slim on me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what's going on. My th- freaking pop filter is falling. These pop filters. The, I just think you're They useless. are not popping. They're you useless. T- you can tighten it up. This is kind of fun to listen to you cranking. I was going to say, I wonder what this is going to sound like on the recording. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't pick it all up. So, yeah. Mr. Man of Questions, what's your next question? I don't have any more questions. <laughs> you only have statements? I have... I've got some information. Um, so there is a girl... <laughs> And her name, give me just a second. Funk Soul Sister. Is Vanessa. Hold on. What's her name? Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa. Behem? No. Why can't I think of her name? <laughs> there it is. Is Vanessa Van Edwards. So Vanessa Van Edwards is a national best-selling author and founder of the science of people. Okay. Um, she's got few books that talk about this um, she said she calls herself a recovering awkward person and she helps m- millions find their inner charisma inner um, charisma 
So I watched a video of hers and it was actually really, really interesting because she talked about the science of being in a funk and she talked about the different um, hormones that can play into us feeling kind of drib. Okay. Drab. Okay. That's the word I'm looking for. No, no, yeah. Um, That's... Yeah. So serotonin, which is the feeling of calm. And she says one of the so these are these are kind of solutions that she presented, um, and I had already written out some solutions. So it was interesting that some of these match, and some don't. But she's getting into the science of the the uh, hormones that can cause a funk. So she said one of the best ways to get your serotonin pumping naturally is to process positive, reminiscing memories. Okay. So to look back on positive times. Yeah. Photo albums. Um, you know, call a friend and chat about things you did before or catch up. And I oh, remember that time we went to Vegas. So, I mean, that's kind of what we're getting <laughs> at with the the cans, right? Yep. Like focus on the things that are positive. I talk about it and like I've started doing it and you just start to feel a little better. It's like the gratitudes, right? I mean, I know you've written, you write them down in your, we'll call it a journal because I don't know what you else you want to call it. But we'll call it a journal. And like you write down things that you're grateful for. Right, and it's, I think focusing on those gratitudes, and when you start to feel in a funk, I'm like God, this like stuff is not working how it's supposed to work. Like, ah, why is it all? And you just feel a little funky. Like, like I've noticed myself now, like trying to get in the habit of stopping, like just take a deep breath, acknowledging the fact that I'm feeling a little off, and then saying like, you know, I'm grateful for a good job. I'm grateful for a wife who loves me, supportive of me. I'm grateful for healthy kids and a roof over my head, right? And like going through these things that you're that you're like, you know what? A lot a lot of people can't say that. So mm-hmm. like, look at the things that you are truly grateful for, right? Stephen's grateful for Nike for the gym. Dog Ollie, cool place to live. I mean, a lot of good things that are going on. That it's like sometimes you just need to stop. It's like yes, there might be a lot of shit going on. But also, like, just stop. Just stop and put the brakes on for a moment. Yeah. So the, the second... Because uh, it's a drug. The second hormone that she talked about, the second uh, chemical, if you like, that our body needs is dopamine. And we've talked about dopamine before. The uh, the hits that you get when you someone sends you a message or... You know, when you're living in your cell phone, there's other ways to get dopamine hits. So mm-hmm. um, working out, right? Give yourself a reward, work out, sex, um, do something fun, right? Yeah, something you don't normally do. So, um, I so go on. I was just gonna say, so you know, I see the the psychologist once a month now, uh, and we were having a conversation kind of about this and being in a funk and being really tired during this time of year. And he brought up something that was really interesting. I was like, yeah, that's really true. Like and to your point, it breaks up some of the, it gives you that dopamine hit. But the he was talking about novelty. He's like, like we as humans need novelty in our lives. Like we need new, unique things that are happening to like keep it fun, keep it fresh, right? So it's like if you can think of things, which a lot of the time, by the way, here's the interesting part, when you're already being lazy, novelty and new things take time, they take work. Like yesterday, you had a good example of this, right? I mean, like going to Palouse Falls. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had to drive an hour or 15, hour and a half, hour and a half yeah. to get there each way. So, but in the moment, 
you know, when you're sitting there on your couch trying to decide what to do, it's like, God, that's going to be, you know, almost three hours of drive time, a couple hours of hike for a couple hours. Like, that's a lot of freaking work. It's all day. I don't know if I really want to put in the effort. So it's like novelty takes work, I think, is the part that people forget. Mm-hmm. And you don't see the reward until after you've completed the actual, like, action or task, hiking to the bottom and up yeah. from the Palouse Falls, right? And it was probably a sweet hike and a beautiful time. And now you can say, no, I didn't just sit around all day. I went and I hiked the falls, and it was really constructive. We got a good workout. Got the dog out. It was beautiful. You got good pictures I saw. Do you know what that was born of? I literally was sitting going, I haven't been outside enough. I haven't been. I mean, I walk the dog yeah. every day, but it's the same walk. I was like, I've barely been outside. The weather's been shitty. It's been snowy and icy. Yeah, and it was decent. Yesterday was 50 degrees. I was mm. like, all right, even if it rains a little bit, it's still 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. So I ended up dropping layers about halfway through. Um, yeah, then that's a cool hike yeah. to the Pelos Falls, too. It's beautiful. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. So if you're wondering so what That was a perfect about, example, though. You can see that on my... On my uh, Steven's Instagram. Steve Brown 8. Yeah, it's in my stories. I think oh, that it? automatically goes to the archives. But yeah, it's a cool place. If you haven't been, check it out. Um, so this one might throw a few people because mm-hmm. they're going to think it's male-centric. But this is actually important for both. And it's testosterone. Testosterone gives you a feeling of, po- a, a feeling of power and control. So Ben's really distracted just now. He's playing on his phone. Getting those dopamine hits. Um, So (laughs) testosterone has a a lot of positive effects. Um, For men, obviously, it's the sex hormone. Mm -hmm. um, But it also is energy. It can be... Is it the sex hormone for men and women? Mm, Testosterone? involved. Testosterone is a sex hormone for men, yeah. I mean, that's what makes you get like It's what gives men their sex drive, yeah. Yeah. So I I believe in women it's estrogen. Yeah, um, I was so, gonna say testosterone, but so. women still need testosterone. So and and, and smaller small levels. Doses, yeah, yeah. So, that's like with women that have too much testosterone and they get the, you know, you get like neck hair or something. Yeah. Type so stuff. I just found it really interesting that she got into the chemical break. No, I like that. I um, do. Oxytocin like is another one. A feeling of love. Yeah. So this is called mm. the uh, totally the, the the hugging hormone yeah. or the hugging chemical. How true is that? Cuddling. Sorry. Physical touch. Yeah. Like if you have a funk. Go lay a kiss on somebody. Stephen's always here and willing. Or and and I've been here where it's just like I just want a good hug. Like some people yeah. give the best hugs. Yeah. And I mean I didn't realize it was oxytocin that that was was that that feeling. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it feels good. And then endorphins, and we all know about endorphins, um, energy boost. Um, we get that from doing something physical. We get that from. That's you your know, gym workout. Being engaged yeah. or doing something that, that we're really into and really engaged in. So that, that's... I like that. What was that gal's name again? Her name is Vanessa Van Edwards, and we follow her on the, the Ordinary to Extraordinary. Yeah. She does some great videos. and yeah, We follow yeah. a lot of good people on Ordinary to Extraordinary. She's good. Yeah, she's wonderful. So, yeah, but then I, ha- I actually had written out a list, and I was like, I wonder if there's anything to this. And some of what she's got here backs up what I had written down by science. Um, you mean your own opinion? Yeah. Based on okay. Like I was like, here are the things that I feel get me out of a funk and I feel would get most people out of a funk. So... You know what's kind of interesting? What's this that? This is just, I was just looked up like the de- like the definition of a funk. It says a state of depression. 
Yeah, mild depression. It's not. It's not like clinical depression or anything like that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Read that out. It just says, uh, "Funk" as a noun, North American noun, a state of depression. I sat absorbed in my own blue funk. Hmm. Dated version, the British version. A coward. <laughs> really? Yeah. The verb in the British version, avoid out of fear. Like avoidance out of fear, funk. Mm-hmm. I could have seen him this morning, but I funked it. <laughs> <laughs> Which in an American version is something, <laughs> something different. Yeah. <laughs> so first thing I've got, my own personal list that I made before looking at, at the science of it is to yeah. embrace the funk. And I think this is a part that... That's what I'm saying. Acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I, I, I even adapted or went further than that. I said, sit with your feelings, don't avoid them. Society conditions us to do otherwise. Distraction is the solution. Or, distraction isn't the solution, but being busy might be. I think often yeah. we distract ourselves. 100%. Right? And it's like, I'm going to... I'm just going to do this because I know I have to do it. And what you do is you finish it, but it's not really rewarding. Well, you've never addressed the problem. So you fall back into the yeah, funk. You've yeah. never addressed it. So I think you've got to embrace it. And I, I'm a big believer in that. You know, I've, uh, I've I've had some shitty times in my life. And I think that it's the same when people... Have you ever, have you ever been around somebody who loses someone really close to them? And it's like, they don't, they don't get over it until they actually embrace the feelings of sorrow right it's like they're in autopilot and you know the crash is coming you know at some point it's going to hit them and they're going to ball their eyes out or they might be in they're going to take a day or two and then they're going to bounce back fully but you know that the state they're in is a fake state of i'm just powering through oh you mean if they're not if they've never broken yeah yeah no, yeah, it's, you have to. Break well, I think part of that is in that. Feelings, right? Well, in that particular situation, they don't even believe that it's happened at this point. I mean, it's such a surreal feeling of losing somebody that's been so close to you. The fact that you could stop and say, like, I can't go see them anymore. Stop what I'm doing and go see them it is is hard to fathom and believe, mm-hmm. right? So it takes a while, I think, to even comprehend that. But I know, like I was saying earlier, though, I, I think you're you're spot on with your comment. It's like. And it's like problems, right? People that acknowledge their problems head on and deal with them and then move on, get past it, and they get over it, and they're more successful, right? So it's like I think the same applies to being in a funk or like to some degree a state of non-chemical depression is if I if I tackle this head on, if there's even a lingering of it or anything, like I go out, I go for a walk, I seek out help, I reach out to friends to do something fun, Right? Uh, it's like you can, th- there's things you can do that are going to help squelch, 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 squash, squash, squash is what you eat, whatever it is, whatever that word is, uh, that feeling, right? Because a lot of the times it's not necessarily a valid, your funks aren't necessarily even valid, you know, like a multi-day funk. Sometimes it stems out of your own insecurities and your own issues and that aren't necessarily even valid issues. I mean, yeah, there's days you wake up and you just feel a little funky, and that's one thing. And then there's times where you get in a funk, maybe a, a state of a negative state of being mm-hmm. that comes out of nothing actually valid, but you perceive it to be valid. But maybe you need to actually go have a. I mean, Stephen and I 
could be having an issue in our friendship. And he might be in a funk because of something he thinks I did or said. Right now he's looking at me funny. I would just tell you you're being a prick. See, and you would deal with it head on instead of being – but a lot of people aren't like that. I mean, they get a little <laughs> passive-aggressive. They get mm-hmm. in a funk, right? And their passive-aggressiveness is perceived as kind of being a little bit – you're like, are you in a funk? Like, what's going on? It's like, I'm mad at you. All of a sudden when you ask them, it's like, you're like whoa, where the hell did that come from? It's like, couldn't we have just communicated this? Yeah. But that's the point of like, hey, if you have a problem or you are in a funk, like just address it head on. So I'm actually reminded of one of my favourite commercials growing up. Adverts, if you're listening in the UK, sorry. Adverts? We call them adverts, not commercials. Oh, I was like, what is that? So I talked about distraction not being the long-term answer, right? Mm -hmm. And distraction works with some babies, but eventually kids even reach a point where distraction doesn't work. But this Mm favourite commercial of mine, I've got to see if I remember it properly. So... It's, um, will you put your phone down and lock it and stop looking at it while we're recording? I can't help it. Seriously, just lock it. There we go. Um, I'll take that. Out of sight, out of mind. Distraction. But I need it in case Lauren calls with the kid. If Lauren calls with the kid, I'll hand it to you. It's on silent. I'll hear it. It'll vibrate. No, you won't. It's on do not disturb. It can sit here. It'll light up and I'll see it. You're not getting it. It won't. It's on do not so disturb. <laughs> I'll hand it back to you in a minute. I'm treating him like a child. And I'm, the story I'm about to tell is kind of similar to this. Where, um, So distraction works for a minute. But eventually you still got to get back to the root problem. So this, this commercial, um, it starts off with a family. It's a little girl who can talk and walk. She's maybe three or four. And mum and dad. And mum's going out for the night and leaving. Swooping it up. Leaving or going somewhere. And leaving dad with the little girl. Hashtag so girls night. Mum goes away. And dad's watching TV. And the little girl's playing with her dolls. And she says, dad. And he goes, yes, sweetheart. What's, what, what do you need? Where'd the babies come from? And just this look of fear on the guy's face. Why would you ask me that right now? And he's like, uh, uh. And you see him ask looking your mom. at the door. And it, it, he looks out the window <laughs> as the taxi with the mum is pulling away, right? <laughs> so he just goes... McDonald's. It's a McDonald's commercial. And she's like, yeah. She's like, can I have a Happy Meal? He's like, yeah. And she's like, with chicken nuggets. And he's like, yeah. And fries. And he's like, yeah. And she goes, and can I have a Coke? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, awesome. And she runs and grabs her coat. And then she looks at him and she goes, and then you can tell me all about it. Uh (laughs) You're like, son of a... Right? So... That's my point about distraction. Then you can tell me all about it. You're always going to find your way back to the root problem, right? <laughs> uh, and you have to address it at some point. So you may yeah. as well do it early on rather yeah. than avoiding it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good commercial, right? You haven't even seen and it. then you can tell me all about it. Oh, <laughs> shh. Sunday, you said? What, you want a chocolate Sunday too? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. But it's one of my favorite commercials and I'd forgotten all about it until now. Till the very moment. Um, so... Yeah, we talked about the science, right? Yeah, we the talked about the second one I've got is connect. So she mm-hmm. talked about reminiscing. Mm-hmm. So the part I wrote, looking back on I've the positive done, times, I've done like capitals. So embrace the funk and capitals, and then I've got connect, and I've got meet up or call someone. Mm-hmm. We're social humans. Being around the ones um, we care about helps. If if this isn't possible. Smile at strangers, say hi, and ask how their day's going. Isn't it funny what smiling does? Yeah. Well, if you just sit here and smile, like even in a room by yourself, it makes you feel better. 
It's a weird exercise. Well, you're in sales, so you've obviously done cold calling at some point. You actually worked I did it for, for a, a firm day. that you were expected to do it, right? No, I did it for one day. I was never expected to do it, so, but I tried it yeah. for one day and determined it didn't work for me. <laughs> it can work, right? I said for me. But there is a, there's actually a, a school of thought that says smile and dial. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're smiling, no, yeah. people can hear it on the other end of the phone. The other one uh, is stand up, right? Stand mm-hmm. up when you're on the phone. I do that anyway. Yeah, and I do too. Walk around. Yeah, stand up when you're on the phone because your voice, like, you're less of a kind of, oh, hey, I'm Eeyore, and I'm here to sell you a KitchenAid mixer. And you're like, hi, I'm Elon Musk, and I'm here to sell you a flamethrower. I mean, I'd rather buy a flamethrower <laughs> yeah. than a so KitchenAid. I think that came out of nowhere. Have you ever done that? <laughs> have you ever, and I do it often, but have you ever just walked around saying hi to people you've never met before? Like, hey, yeah, how's oh your yeah, day? in the skywalks or in Have the hall, elevator. Hey, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, and oh, oh, oh. it makes me happy, but well, you can tell it makes their day as well. Mm-hmm. And breaks their routine a little bit. Sometimes right? people that are a little down on their luck and stuff, even homeless people, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, and they're so happy that someone acknowledged them. I did that one time, and then the guy's like, oh, not very good. And I'm like, oh god, now I feel like I got to stop and talk to the guy about. Like, How can I help you? Why you're not very I good? Said. I was like, "Oh man, what's going on? Like, why are you not feeling very well?" And this was a couple of years ago, so I can't remember the full exchange. But you know, it was. It, I mean, there was an exchange. I remember that much. <laughs> are you gonna give me my phone back? I'm putting it face down. Well, I gotta. Okay, I'll put it back down um, that way. Ooh, I so the time. think about Mark Smith. Remember the story yep. he tells yep. about the guy about hey, the kid you, you with the toddler with his hair on fire. No, the other oh. one. So he's in an airport, and he he just says to this guy, he goes, and he's all dressed. He's a, mm-hmm. He was a black gentleman, and he's in his fancy suit, and he's washing his hands, and he's whistling. And Mark turned to him, and he goes, how are you doing? And the guy looks at him, and he goes, this is the best goddamn day of my life. <laughs> and he never gave him any other details. <laughs> Can you imagine? He was like, <laughs> wow, that is pretty good. So, yeah, so connect. Call people, chat with people. One of the best ways to to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. Or maybe someone else is feeling worse than you. Yeah. And you know what? Then you get the opportunity to help them, Mm -hmm. and then you're both going to feel better. I mean, that's pretty sweet. These were my things. These weren't the science-based ones, but just how I do it. Well, yeah, it's just, I mean, those are... I've got yeah. walk, dance, go to the gym, play sport, go for a bike ride. That goes along just with the endorphins. Do something. Yeah. Do it. Just yeah. do it. Then I've got an important one, and I'm big on this: sleep and rest. Yeah. Go to bed early, nap, rest, and recover. Yep. Sometimes, and I know this would drive you nuts. Do nothing. Mm. Take a Sunday afternoon where you put the golf on and you just nap and you wake up every now and again and check the score and doze back off says the guy with no kids (laughs) have them nap with you they don't just nap like that god (laughs) oh jesus someday steven and then the last one this is relevant to you can you read this yeah which is funny because it's usually more relevant to you what does it say it says put your phone down take a quick break from social media put the damn phone down stop Stop the whataboutery looking for what other people have. And the whataboutery? Is that a... <laughs> whataboutery. What about them? What are they doing? Whataboutery, your funk. Yeah. I like that. 
Well, and I think that is true, right? Like people seem to be in a constant funk, and then out of habit, they get on their phone and they go and they're like, "Oh, so and so's on vacation. I'm not on vacation." Oh shit, they got engaged. Stephen went to lunch. He went to the Palouse Falls with his dog. That looks nice. I didn't get invited. <laughs> Would you go on if I invite you? I wasn't talking about me. Oh, okay. I was talking about Patrick McNulty, maybe. He 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 could. I could see him being upset. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Actually, more so pop. We're going to see if they listen to this. Wow. Just calling people out. Just nailing people to the wall over here, Ben. Uh, I'm in a funk. What can I say? Wow. That's what I can say. Wow. Um, you are a wow. So, Ben, I want you to talk about, and we, we actually just discussed this, I believe, last week. Talk about what your go-tos are when you're in a funk. What what What's your touchstone? Well, I told you if I start to feel like, and a lot of time it's funny. It's like in the morning when you're tired and still waking up, and you're just like, God, I gotta, like, and maybe funk isn't the right word for it, but just like you start to have a negative thought or you let negativity starts to creep in. You're like, God, I gotta get the kids up, I gotta do all this, and it's just the grind, you know, of it all. Sometimes gets tiring. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Like, you stop. Like, I actually stop. And there's times where I think I've said it on the podcast. Like, you say no. Like you, like you audibly. Like, even if it's just you, but, like, there's something about saying it out loud. Like, stop or no. Like, stop or no. Mm-hmm. And then, it like, your brain's like, whoa. Oh, God. Okay. Whoa. It's like the drunken stumbling man that you punch in the face and all of a sudden, whoa. Okay. I'll stop. But, I mean, I will stop and I will go through that list of gratitudes, you know, in the morning and say, okay, here's the things that I'm thankful for. You know, I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for, for my kids. I'm thankful for my uh house and my car to get to work and being able to take a vacation and have health and you know and all of these things that i'm that i'm thankful for and you're like and then just take a deep breath sometimes because i mean you just need to figure out a way to reset your mind i think at the end of the day is what it comes down to and then uh if i'm at work and i'm in a funk i'll uh i'll just be like okay stop 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 i gotta get up i gotta go for a walk like i gotta go just go get some water go to uh, uh, yeah, go 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 to chat with somebody for five minutes. You know, how was your weekend? What are you up to? Oh wow, you guys did that. That's really cool. And then you come back and you have this newfound energy, right? That kind of has stopped. I mean, I try to catch the funks before I get in them. I'm not always the best at that. I certainly get in funks. I think I've done better the last year than probably at Do you most think times your psychologist is helping with that? Is he giving you tools? Probably. To that? Yeah. Well, and it's not even anything revolutionary. I mean, it's just like hey. The biggest one for me is like just control the controllables before you go into anything in any time yes. is like can you or can't you affect this change and is it something that you actually want to be a part of? It's like because a lot of people interject themselves into things that they don't even necessarily need to be a part of but they feel some either obligation or their own selfish need to be a part of it to demonstrate some value, right, to become some big shot. It's like did, did they ask you to be a part of it? Do you really feel like you're going to be value if you're a part of it? Like, what is the reason why you think you need to be a part of it? And what can you actually control in it? So a lot of the time it's like, it's like, can't control it. <laughs> so, oh, sweet. Wait, there's some liber, you know, there's some liberation being like, oh. Yeah. I can't control the, the outcome of that situation. So I'm just going to do what I can. I'm going to do my best. And it's not going to affect me one way or another from a psychological standpoint because I, I'm going to do what I can do. And that's all I can do. There's uh, there's a lot to be said there. I love the control the controllables, mainly because it makes life so much simpler, but so much better. 
when you realise, look, you don't have a time machine, so you can't go back to last week and buy GameStop at a dollar a share. Yeah. Okay. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. Right? You can't control that. You can't control other people's actions. You can control your reactions. You can control your attitude. Mm -hmm. And you can control your environment to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. So to expect anything other than that is to set yourself up for failure. Well, and I think it's like life's going to happen around you and life's going to happen to you. And you get to decide how you let it affect you, though. Right. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you don't get to make the decision. Stephen can do something that affects me and I might not like it, but I can decide how I react to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes there might be an innate reaction. It was like, that was a dumb thing for me to do. Or it might be like, wow, that was the best positive thing you can do. But it's like, if you are able to acknowledge how you're feeling when this person or something happens. Right. And again, going back to acknowledging the problem or acknowledging your feelings, and you can acknowledge mm-hmm. that feeling in that moment. I think you're training yourself also to to just innately in the future do it. Like if you can stop, be like, Stephen did this. It didn't make me feel good. Like I almost lashed out. It's like I'm acknowledging the fact that I almost lashed out. What would be a better course of action in response to what he did? Okay, this would be a better course of action. This is how I'm going to respond. Then respond in the future after that happens a couple times, you will just respond in the positive manner, right? Or the best manner that brings you happiness and results and positivity. Yeah. And there's another, um, there's another concept that you brought up just a little bit ago that I think we should actually focus in on a little bit more. And it's how you address things that are causing your funk. Mm -hmm. Because often you mentioned passive aggressive. Mm -hmm. Often you'll carry that around with you and it's a weight and you wake up thinking about it and you go to the gym and you're angry about it and you sit across from someone and you can see them through the glass in your office and I'm not talking about anybody in particular. Yeah, I know. And you, you're just scowling and you're you're mad and, you know, they you're sitting in a meeting and they might say something and you just, you hate that they said it, even if it's a good thing. You're just like, you son of a, oh, you, and you know, you're yeah. saying all these little swear words under your brain. <laughs> you can't help it, right? But if, if, you were to man up, not up, sorry if that's sexist or toxic masculinity, but just go up to them and say, hey, can we have a chat? You did this. This is how it made me feel. Here's where I think it's a negative behavior. Can we can we fix that? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that bugged you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Fixed. Done. You know what the other interesting side is? Sometimes it's not even something negative that they've done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will acknowledge in our own office there's been times where I've been in a slump with like bringing on new assets, right? And you have other colleagues that are doing really well mm-hmm. at bringing on new assets at that point. And you're like, oh, and then you kind of get in a funk like, I'm not bringing on new. It's like the your mentality, right? And again, what's helped me with that is the control the controllables. It's like, okay, you can't control when people say yes to you. Like all you can do is keep calling, keep trying to put out positivity and value out there and trying to reach more people. Well, yeah, that's... The last one's the most important. If you're not, that's the one you can control the most. How many p- people are you second in line for? How many people, in, in your job especially, yeah. how many contacts do you have that if somebody does something and screws up, you're their first call? Yeah. Or if you catch them on the right day, they're like, I've been meaning to reach out to you. Let's just do this. Can you have paperwork sent over? We'll make this happen. Do you know my situation? 
Well, and the beauty of, of, of that is that maybe you are in a funk and then that person calls and you get a million dollar rollover that you didn't even expect <laughs> and they weren't necessarily on your pipeline from a seed that you planted two years ago, but they you had demonstrated value to them, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk in the office, right? It's like I can't always point to an action that has led to like, you know, cause effect, right? But I can say that if like if you put enough positivity out there that it does come back and so we say it's like you, you just need to put positivity out there and it comes back like you're planting seeds you continue to water the seeds not all flowers bloom but when they do it's beautiful right so you just got to let it you just got to water it continue to be positive keep hope and sometimes go through the actions, and Steven's computer is beeping because it agrees. It's like, oh, yeah, I agree. Flowers. <laughs> I don't know. What is that what it's doing? I don't know what it's doing. And yeah, either. I'm like, what but, the heck? Well, I think we've covered that pretty well. Funky? What not, how not to be in a funk. Get yeah. out of your funk. The funky funk. Punch that funk right in the <laughs> face. What is that movie from? You go over there, and you punch him right in the face. I have no idea. Christmas Vacation. Pretty messed up movies. Christmas Vacation. Oh, I've never watched that, believe it or not. What? I've seen the memes. This is Margot talking to Todd. Okay. Todd and Margot. I won't just punch someone in the face. I do like Chevy Chase, though. If you're not man enough to do it, then I am. All right, Ben, what do we want people to do? Um, Rate us, maybe. A review wouldn't hurt. Rates, reviews, shares. That would be the share best one. Out. We love when people share. You know what that last thing I was talking about? Like, you know, increase the number of people that are listening and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys can help with that. Yeah. Do it. All right. Well, I think we're done. Okay. Until the next time, you guys be good to yourselves and to each other. Boom.